Miss Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. We back, y'all. If you miss us, say yes. The old's mad. No, I'm just playing. You said <laughs> what? I said the old's mad. No, I'm just playing. The old's mad. Because what we said about people over 30. I don't even remember what we said. I had to go back and listen. I don't even think we said because I feel like I, I was like, nah, we should reel it in. Because I acknowledge that it's not old. It just feels old. Those are two different things. I feel like, well, first of all, and let me speak to the mic. I feel like I don't view 30 as old because, like, I have a cousin who's older and she younger than me. So. Yeah. It's like, it's not. But. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. She was on the show. She was on a video we did. Right, right. Yeah, it's like it's not old, but like at some like for whatever reason, people who are younger and younger, I feel like are feeling like they need to have their life figured out, and so you feel old even though the age is objectively not. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it's not even that you feel old; it's just that you feel like, like um, like you're running out of time, or like mm-hmm. you're not where you ought to be, and that really doesn't have anything to do with age, I, I guess. Because you, you could assign whatever age you want to, like, milestones in your life. So, sorry, y'all. But, um. Yeah, I can't think about that too much. Because I think about where I ought to be. Oh. I'm reminding myself, I am ought to be where I'm, supposed, where I'm at right now. So. Uh, yeah, listen, let me not because now. Yeah, let me move on. Let me move on. <laughs> Father God. <laughs> Uh, now my chest is all tight. Okay. Okay. Well, you're spo- you're right where you're supposed to be. You so that's even more you depressing are. because this is where I'm oh, supposed to be. Okay. This, this is where I'm supposed to be. You you prayed for what you have right now. Amen. Yeah, we gotta move on <laughs> because it's getting depressing. Um, I'm working on it, y'all. I'm working on it. I know people are like somebody. Somebody calling three one one. Is three one one the number? Somebody calling three one one on me. I don't know. Help. Don't call help for me unless it's coming with a check. I don't know what to call for Delaney, but if it's not coming with a check, don't call for no help. That's where I'm at. Period. I don't need to. I don't need to talk to nobody. I need a million dollars yesterday. <laughs> fine, 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 fine. A hundred k. Why you keep going down? <laughs> I want to be reasonable. <laughs> If you ain't got a hundred K, don't call me. Period. All right. I'm trying to be reasonable. Well, news this week. Um, this new initiative called Shared Voices, um, that's spearheaded by Denise Graves, and which aims to foster more dynamic and diverse classical vocal um sorry a more dynamic and diverse classical vocal arts landscape the program connects classical voice students from historically black colleges and universities um, with faculty students and resources at preeminent conservatories um, as well as master classes and a new online career development series from the metropolitan opera see that episode we had a couple days ago or a couple days you hear me a couple weeks ago about going hbcu versus going to conservatory now here we got Best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, for the pilot year, the participating conservatories are Peabody, Juilliard, uh, Manhattan School of Music, and Oberlin. And they're going to be in collaboration with Howard University, 
Fisk University, Morgan State University, and uh, Morehouse College. So that's great. Them. I know. Period. I hope uh, they also don't overlook the smaller HBCUs with yeah. great local programs. Yeah, that's that's a, how much more money y'all gonna give to Spelman and Howard? Yeah, no tea. <laughs> it's the outsider looking in. Well, say. I mean this this list makes sense because when it comes to they're connecting, they're connecting them with like resources and like faculty mm-hmm. and stuff. And so thinking about like who's got music programs, yeah, Howard makes a lot of sense. Fisk makes a ton of sense. Fisk makes a lot of sense. And yeah. so does Morgan State. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Morehouse just at, up at Eastman a couple years ago, or in Rochester rather, for that thing you did. Yeah, that piece I said I would never play again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, but excited to see them expand. I mean, TSU probably gonna be on here. Shout out to Patrick. All right, TSU, Alcorn, yeah, another one. And those are still pretty big schools. Yeah, I mean, um, we'll see what East Fisk Eastman. Is, to yeah, see, also to be fair, Fisk is not a, a, a big school. So hmm? to be fair, Fisk is not a big school. Yeah, yeah. but they got them them the, the legacy. Though. Yeah, right. Um. Okay, and then my other thing, there is a job I wanted to alert people to. Um, they're hiring two classical hosts for classical WSMR. Um, this is specifically for WUSF Public Media, which is like under that umbrella. Um, and it's a public media organization that operates an NPR news and jazz radio station, as well as an all classical music radio station. Um, and they provide digital content online through newsletters, podcasts, and social media. And they have a weekly audience of greater than 350,000 people. So, they're looking for an on-air host for live and pre-recorded classical music shifts. Um, they're looking for somebody that's knowledgeable about classical music and research, um, and can research the music's history and recent news on present-day musicians and composers. Um, and also, who's in touch with the classical music and arts-related events um, and share that on the air with the listeners and the community. And you also should be uh, comfortable hosting on camera as well as the radio. Um, and yeah, I will link the the job description with some more information, Catherine, in case anyone's interested. Um, Girl, I need your radio on my viola. Okay. And they're also... Um, Oh, by the way, this is in uh, Tampa, Florida, but it says remote work may be permitted in coordination with the supervisor. So don't let that, you know, get in the way. And also another thing about the job description on here, it says there's a minimum qualification of a bachelor's degree in journalism, communications or a related field. The person that shared it, who is working here, said cause somebody asked about it. None of the current hosts have journalism degrees. So if you have a music degree, and you f- like if you feel like you could do this job just apply like if you don't have a journalism degree like don't don't like pass on it they also one of my favorite things have the salary in the job description saves everybody a lot of time salary salary range is 55 to sixty thousand dollars so yeah apply yeah, i just feel like that's a weird i mean it's not weird but it's just like the amount of the learning curve like the um, the enormous m- learning curve for 
a regular not a regular person but you know what i mean like somebody outside of classical music to learn versus the other way around you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean but also like journalism is literally a degree so i'm not trying to diminish that but i'm just saying like you're not reporting on you know nbc yeah it's like so niche so yeah um go on down to zipper Ruta, girl and apply <laughs> period okay y'all so this kind of ended up working out but so the intermission I just have a lot of things I want to complain about so I just told Elaine uh, we <laughs> three things that pissed you off in classical music oh it has to be in classical music oh. I mean in, in music Oh, this week say. in music okay. yeah i thought it was just in general okay i mean you could i mean if that's what you have on your heart mine are all music related girl i was about to say we don't even want to talk about what's on my heart so okay because <laughs> every time i leave my house it's music related and every time i leave my house something gets on my nerves so okay i'll go first just because you Suzuki, why you why why can half of my students not read notes? That pissed me off so bad. It made me so mad. You've been playing you've been playing for a year. You don't know how to you don't even know you couldn't even you if I gave you a picture of a watermelon and a quarter note, you didn't know which one is which. That's crazy to me. Like Okay. I I can't even do too much on that because it's just like and then one A You've been playing for a year and you still got a pizza wrist. Why don't you go work in a pizzeria instead of play violin? Why have you been playing for a year? You've been playing for a year, 65 calendar day, 365 calendar days. Can't you can't point a quarter note out to me and you got a pizza wrist. And if you put if you put your bow hold up in the wrong hood, something might happen to you. Father guy. That's my first one. Um. Well, I mean, Katie already know it's a particular person that been on my nerves non freaking stop this week. And you know, it's related to music in that that's how we know each other, and that's the premise of our interactions. Just know, like I've never wanted. I feel like I've almost never wanted somebody to shut the hell up more in my life. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, they they get on my nerves so freaking bad. I can't even get into specific. I don't want to because also because I'm the type of person like I feel like sometimes I put off like I I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but sometimes I feel like I let stuff get pent up too much because I don't like feeling angry. Like I don't mm-hmm. like feeling irritated because emotions sit with me for a long time. So it is in my best interest not to get upset. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a bunch of been with you for a long time. I ain't gonna hold you, huh? I said you do be mad for a minute. Okay, what's that in relation to? I'm trying to think of the last thing. When I think of it, I want to say it to you. I can't think of it now. You be mad, it's funny. I'm not. It's not, it's not an no, attack. I'm, you be mad I'm not, for a I'm minute. Not, I don't feel attacked. See, and that's the see, and that, that's the, <laughs> because that's something that you feel attacked. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm like curious because I'm. I said it. I mean, I, it's true. But I was just curious as to what would come to your mind. As like, I'm just trying to think. Like, 
what would be the th- your example like what's something that because I don't, I don't know it's noticeable to me because I'll be thinking about I just be in my own head a lot but sometimes you know you wonder if other people see the things in you that you see in yourself and vice versa you know when I think of when I think of them because there are that there are some I'm gonna text you because I literally just can't think of them right now because mm-hmm. you haven't been mad about nothing for a minute except for this dude just get on my nerves he's so freaking ugh like y'all know like you know somebody who's a contrarian who like you just talking just to talk and just also, to disagree I hate people like that like just just cause and talk too much like you so you you talking too much and everything out of your coming out of your mouth is terrible so that's just a twofer and I feel like like I get yeah so I feel like I'll be letting stuff fester low-key because I know that when I'm upset like I'm not just I'm not gonna bounce back quickly unless unless they're like with friends I you I can usually bounce back quickly um if I take a minute but if it's somebody I'm just like I don't care about you and like there's like no there's no redeeming quality to you then like yeah I'm gonna just I'm gonna just be mad and I don't like it because this person I've been pissed off all week. It's Thursday. <laughs> I'm still mad. And I'll guarantee you I'll be mad next Thursday and everyone after that. Like <laughs> also because I see this person so often. So they're probably gonna make me mad for a new reason. To to be honest. I mean, to be fair, everything you told me about the person is, is has been asinine. Yeah. See, yeah, Katie's a not but a secondhand witness. So they've been getting on my nerves. But I do think that's funny because I feel like me, I stay mad longer, but you get mad quicker. Oh yeah, one thing. <laughs> and I'm gonna be. And one thing I've been trying to work on, I get mad first, <laughs> then get clarification. Pipe up first, ask questions later. That's like <laughs> I just get mad. So yeah, like because like why you say that? Why you do that? Y'all know, but hi Katie, hi Katie. Why you say it like that? <laughs> because I just feel like stuff I'm a, and I don't think I'm a hothead but like no. stuff irritates me mm-hmm. cause like why did you say why did you and ain't nobody safe I've, I've been on a two week week two week two week uh, break from my grandma oh my gosh Katie no because she was rude to me the last time I spoke to her oh girl you cannot have I'm at my grandma's house right now if she can't hear um <laughs> <laughs> sorry I shouldn't have said that because I was peeking around like she's not gonna hear me but um you cannot have my grandma because my grandma my, my grandma is not like I don't want to make it seem I know sometimes you say I don't want to say too much because sometimes you say stuff about family members out of context so I don't want to say that yeah she's like she's not a mean person like no, she's not yeah, mean. Yeah. but like y'all know when you know when people people get older you've said this too about your grandma people get older and they're filtered leaves. my grandma it's like that my grandma my grandma's filter couldn't couldn't filter dirt from water couldn't filter couldn't filter solid from liquid couldn't filter ice you you from know those, water uh, them ratty basketball nets that be at the park that's what that's, that's what my grandma that's filter what is. it is my grandma filter my grandma filter a fishnet right what else? <laughs> right, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of something. I'm trying, to think, right, of something. I'm trying to think of something that's bigger, so you really know what I'm talking about. Like, I can't. My grandma filter. My grandma filter. <laughs> you know the. You know the. You know those. Okay. Okay. Boom. 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 You know those. Um. When we was when we were younger, you have them bubble things. You have that big old circle that you like put oh it in the thing and make a big old bubble. 
that's what it is it's just a funnel uh, right imagine imagine <laughs> if the craters on the moon just went straight through like walking <laughs> on that that's <laughs> that's what her filter like it's like switch cheese I, I, I wish it was a colander but i'm talking about big holes big big <laughs> like when you draw cheese a cartoon cheese yep Yeah, and I and it doesn't help that I feel, I realize the older I've gotten, the more sensitive I've, I've become, which Not is a like lethal. Break from your grandma, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad because she's gonna be like, "Why haven't you called me?" I'm like, "Oh, girl, you know I've been busy," which is I have been. Yeah. But um, I always make time for my grandma, but she's just uh-uh. <laughs> and she nobody's like, safe. <laughs> nobody's safe. Nobody. Nobody. It, See, I feel like my one of the reasons why I also have a problem with sitting with emotions too much is because I can't find a happy medium. Like some, so somebody got smart with me the other day. <laughs> See, no, this was a couple of weeks ago too, and I'm still I'm not super mad about it, but it came up again yesterday, and I got no, it came up this morning, and I got irritated. I've been trying to, I've been trying to get over <laughs> it a little bit. And but I've largely been like I've talked to this person. It's been normal, but every time it's one of those things. I'm not actively upset about it, but if I think about it, then I'd be like, "Yeah, they was tripping." But see, my problem is with some. So somebody got smart with me. I got smart right back. But see, getting smart right back don't feel like enough. But my next stuff up is I want to cuss you out. So like <laughs> I, I feel like I need to I, I need to find a happy medium. So it's like the thing is I'm never satisfied. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I can't just get I can't just get snappy with you back. I gotta cuss you out, but it's like you can't just go around cussing everybody out. Like, so, <laughs> so that's why I'm doing my inner work. <laughs> the listener is like, so it's a so new at build. What point? <laughs> <laughs> at this point, so oh, now I feel bad because that's been my now I gotta call my grandma tomorrow. <sighs> I'm gonna do it. Well. So th- I feel like I just feel like I'm I'm I, I'm too sensitive and I hate that. You could really ruin my day. I've been working on that. Like my second thing to complain about, this student told me he's not my student, thank God, because he would no longer be my student. But he told me that he doesn't believe in female rappers. I'm like, first of all, they're not unicorns. <laughs> so walk me through that. He said that he thinks it's men's work. Uh, Meanwhile, you're a literal child, so you're not a man either. That was just every time someone says something ignorant to me, I I be because I'm just like I need to start hanging out with more stupid people because it's like I'm it always slaps me in the face. Yeah, it's just like you really just said I was I was like okay I was like so that was incredibly ignorant. And I, had, I was like, this is a child, Katie, because I couldn't do too much. You know what I'm saying? He's like 15, 16. I'm like, you are too young to be thinking like that. He's like, well, I just they, they all be talking about the same stuff. And I'm like, and what do men, what do male rappers talk about? And then he was saying female. And I was just like, yep, well, oh it's time for you to send the next student in. And I told the, I told the teacher, I'm like, do not send him back to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. I am not Ron Clark. I'm not here to. I am not Sandra Bullock. I'm not trying to fix everybody. Like, <laughs> send me somebody in here who got some sense. 
and you doing all this and can't play D D D A A A. But it's boring. It's boring because you can't read. It's boring because you got your viola on your femur. Okay. <laughs> That's right, why it's boring. <sighs> I'm so mad right now. I'm calm. That's how mad I am. Because it's just like, what you mean you don't believe if it? You don't believe in Cardi? What you you don't believe in Cardi? Because he thought I was talking about Cardi. C-A-R-T-I. Oh. And then I said Cardi B. Mm. He don't believe in Cardi B. You don't believe in Cardi B. Well, my brother net worth is unbelievable. You are at so. a charter school in South Memphis. Cardi B is a millionaire. You don't believe in her? <laughs> I'm not built for this. I I really. <sighs> I need to stop leaving my house because every time I leave my house, I get upset. And you know why I don't get upset? In here. See? Thank <laughs> you. Like, I just don't get upset here. Unless my grandma says something rude to me on the phone. Other than that, I don't get upset here. I need to stop leaving here. Because every exactly. time I go outside, something pisses me off. But every time I'm inside, I'm happy. The common denominator is outside. You follow that? That's Thank the you. math, right? That's what I'm saying. I'm a, I'm a fierce advocate for staying in the house. So. I'm starting to realize that like all of my problems are outside mm-hmm. and all of my happiness is inside. Yep. Well, Amen. that solves it. That's all. Cause I was like, every time I'm, I go, outside, go back and add some, uh, organ right there. <laughs> every time, every time I go outside, some of me made me mad. What's the last time I went left outside was outside and I wasn't upset. Right. That's what I said. Oh, too. Right. Not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. My next one. See, now I feel bad complaining about because <laughs> some stuff is not that bad. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, not that I don't know. I have one. One is. You said nothing as bad as what is what? I don't believe in female rappers. Is that what you were saying? No, I just. <laughs> oh, I was like, dang. <laughs> Um, one thing that's really like it's just really getting on my nerves. So I I probably said it on here before. When I moved, I shipped all my books via media mail. See, this is not even a complaint. This is a uh, this is egregious. They lost USPS lost three three boxes of my books. That's ridiculous. And I still haven't gotten them back. Oh my god! And they were really, especially some of the ones that they lost. Like some of the ones that I just was like. I really can't believe it. like that was my Motown encyclopedia. See, it's one of my favorite books that I that I own. It was also very expensive, um, because it's not one of those books that they they print a lot of. They lost, um, my book. This book called Contact High, which is a it's like a big book of like hip hop photography. Oh, I love that book. Also, very expensive, huge book. They lost. Oh my gosh, I have an archive, but you know I love history. It's uh, all the front page of the L.A. Times from, like, 1881 to 1981. And that was my grandma's book that she's had for decades before I was even freaking born. And they lost that one. And it's a huge book. So if I could have taken that with me, I would have. But it's it's a really big book. So I couldn't have, like, it wouldn't fit in a backpack or anything. So I need to go. My my stepdad works at the post office. He's like, you need to go to the one that's, like, for our address 
my living I'm not at home very much and a post office is only open during the week and that's exactly when I'm not at home so <laughs> it's a whole thing but that's really getting me mad because as y'all know well some of y'all might not know I have a TikTok account called books about music y'all should follow me period and a lot of the books Run it up. I want to put on there like I like of course I still have a lot of books you know and we, we gonna make it work but it's but nah. like I want like it's gonna I just can't I don't really want to think about how much money how much money like was in those boxes um, girl arson's the only answer let me know when you're ready I was like of all the things and mind you I shipped 12 boxes and I shipped them together how did these three not get there now these are hard, a lot of them are hardcover books but I bought like new boxes they were like I don't bought the heavy duty boxes because I was sending books and I shipped 12 boxes in, in two days so like half and half how is it that nine of them got here and three of them didn't what is the to drop off okay. and it's like the callousness of it like they're like well what do you mean well like I just can't believe this Ugh. and that that I need to make a I need to get those library things and like take inventory because the thing is when now that it's three boxes I don't know which books were in which box mm-hmm. so I do but I did go through I have like pictures of my bookcase and stuff like that and like listed all the books that I could remember and that I could see and pictures and stuff so I think I have a list of all the ones that I'm missing I think so but yeah this is just yeah hopefully they find it I mean where is it that's the thing like my my stepdad said it most likely sometimes they'd be throwing your stuff around so most likely the box broke but I'm like all three of them but Okay, y'all. What's my last thing? Those are really the two. The <laughs> Those are really the two that was really on my heart. There's plenty to complain about. Let me think. <laughs> you know who gonna hate this episode? Who? My mom. Oh, she hates she complaining. Said, she said I complain too much. No, you don't. Maybe I'll, I don't live with you. But my mom is also my mom laughed at the um at the idea of toxic positivity, <laughs> and you know why? Because that's her. <laughs> oh, she's she's very look on the bright side, which is great. It's it's great, but to an extent, it's like sometimes it's like you gotta let people feel what they feel. You know, that's my thing. I be you like, know, I don't like being talked out of my feelings. So. This really depends on most of the time I'm doing well and then like I'll be like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like sometimes you just gotta list stuff past. Like not every bad mood stays with me. Like right. I know I, I know I was just talking about how long stuff stays with me. But that's usually like specific interactions or things. Yeah, not but like, like in it, general. Yeah, like if I'm like down, like it's gonna pass. My like time mar- marches forward. I gotta get yeah. up and keep doing so. I can't sit here all day. So it's like I'll get over it. But just let me, I got to feel how I feel. And then in an hour, it's like, well, back to work, you know? Yeah. I don't have a third one. It's my intermission. So those are the two biggest things for me. Oh, never mind. I know there was (laughs) another one. I have other stuff, but obviously we can't name drop. But Mm -hmm. yeah, right. Um. No, actually, let me not say that because that that might be a little bit too much. 
Never mind. I don't have a third one. I don't have a. I don't have a respectable third one. A lot of y'all can't teach. I am gonna say that though. <laughs> and it's, it's like I just feel like at some point you just have to come to terms with that. I'm sorry. Am I am I the best teacher in the world? Of course not. But wowzers, yeah, amazing. That's kind of this kind of what my first one. You really you're blaming minors for not knowing how to play. Some kids they just don't play. I had one kid. I wonder what ended up happening to him when I was in Danville, Illinois. You couldn't say nothing to him. He would not play nothing. <laughs> but excuse me. But like, what am I gonna do? I can't make you. I'm not gonna make you do it. I don't get paid enough to do that. Like if you, if 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 I mean, I wouldn't listen. I'm I'm five feet. I can see why you don't want to listen to me. I'm one of you. But at the end of the day, I don't get paid enough to make you play the cello. So right sit there, look dumb when your bow going opposite direction. You don't know. Sit there in that feeling that wow, I played around all year, can't play. Anyway, <laughs> I went off on a little tangent. I was thinking about that little boy. I worry about kids like that. I worry about kids that they that it don't matter what you say to them, they don't listen to you. Mm-hmm. That is terrifying. Yeah, it's scary. Because like it depends. Like sometimes learning stuff the hard way is one thing, but like sometimes like that could be that could have like terrible implications. You know, like certain lessons learned the hard way can like they could be you know the end of your life in some yeah. situation. So it's like it's really scary when you can't get through to no to somebody. Yeah, like and statistically those it never ends up well for that child. Yeah. No one, you don't listen to your mom, you don't listen to nobody, you ain't listening to me. There's no one in your life who could tell you something. You ain't gotta listen to me, but you're not listening to nobody. Teachers talk. I know you're not listening to them either. Mm. Father God, I would be terrified as a parent. It's not gonna end well, it simply won't. Well. You got third one or we done? I mean, I can't give one right now. I have to. So one of the things I have to do is I have to for school. I have to plan a concert like from scratch. Like you need to I get, you get a venue. plan a concert. I said drop the link. Bass coming out, period. Oh, oh that's one that I should have said. But I don't want to say it. that one's a little bittersweet. Like I'm, it's a situation I was asked to play. But the thing is, I haven't played the bass in about a year at this point. And this concert is in like two weeks, and I have to learn a whole. I have to, I would have to learn an entire symphony and some more stuff, and a couple like th- maybe three or four other pieces, and I can't make it. I can only make one rehearsal, mm. <laughs> and so it's just like I, I just I don't really see how that's gonna work out. Like I just wish I could just be. I just want to be an audience member. Like, what I symphony like, is it? Or is it gonna give it away? Yeah, I just want to. It's not. It's oh, not. Okay. It's not a crazy one. It's a classical, and you know, they they wasn't really even thinking about the thinking about us in classical symphonies, but still, like I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if my skin gonna start burning <laughs> if I touch a bass. <laughs> so, girl, so like, okay. I, I want to have my time. I feel like I I would be curious to know people, other people who stop playing their instruments like professionally. Like, how long did it take people to just like stop associating you with your instrument? Cause it's not that I never want to touch the bass again, but like I, I, I think I've said before, I don't like gigging. Like I, mm-hmm. I just, I don't like it. 
I think Eastman spoiled me. I never had to take my bass anywhere. So, like, I just don't, like, mm-hmm. the back and forth is just not for me. And so, like, I just don't, like, just please don't. <laughs> I want to I be, I want to take the time away and come back on my own time. Because the whole reason why I stopped playing was so that I, I could enjoy playing again. Like, I didn't never want to get to the point where I hated playing the bass. You know, and I was real close. So... But I feel like people. Oh gosh! (laughs) No, I don't, and I have a feeling that neither do you. (laughs) Anyway, you know, be cute. Christmas is coming up. You and your mom play some duets. You said what? Christmas. Christmas is coming up, and you and your mom play some duets. We actually are doing that. See, I'm compromising because that's what she wants to do. Nah, compromising. That would be so cute, Delaney. That's what she wants to do, so we're going to do it. She's picking out her songs. That is so cute. We're going to have so much fun. And if anybody, if any, you know what? It makes sense that my mom was a flight attendant. Because if anybody knows how to do a guilt trip, it's her. Oh, okay. And my mom listens to this. She's going to hear all of this. Oh, well. Hey, mommy. I just think it'll be so cute. Love you. But Face you know you'll be in. guilt tripping me. And I and I get guilty very easily too. So like that's what mm. I hate about it. Like some yeah. people that don't work on them. It does work on me, and that's what I hate. About it. No, you gotta you gotta act like it don't work on you, and you deal with the stuff in, on the inside. Like. But that's the thing. It's like before I refuse to do something, I already go through all the guilt, and so then someone's like, so I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I don't have to feel guilty for this, and then I make the decision, and then here comes somebody like, it's like when you bury something in the ground, and somebody come kick it up. It's like that sucks but so what what did drake say you gotta bury it 20 feet down so no one can hear them again uh, drake said that? <laughs> yeah dang <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about drake is rude he's like i want to bury these 20 feet down so no one can find them again see we too was just talking about too rude. much of my blind da, 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 da. i think that's yes indeed yep with little baby he was just that's talking what, about what he was just talking about rude rap lyrics like crazy stuff like that i was just telling her about jericho the ruler that freaking your man gone your man gone start thinking about captions <laughs> that's Jesus. crazy Jesus. father god what he said was the other one the other one um i don't remember that one oh, was easily. yeah he said um it was oh, like yeah, a he's, never, he's never coming back and that's that and y'all mad better get yeah. over it sneak dissing in this letter be over you and then there was another one um i just it just ran past my my head um dang i it just ran past my head it was it was similar to that one dang we should do like we should compare the rudest teacher comments you oh you but you have never gotten rude teacher comments but like the rudest teacher you com- comments you got to rude rap lyrics to see which one is worse i feel like we we did something with with teacher we we, we probably did. done that like, yeah a long time ago i've gotten a couple but not very many thank god luckily i don't get them often yeah because I, but there's really no point to do that to me I already i'm already hard on myself exactly you know? when you i feel like i've never had a teacher who was a bully because i yeah. feel like if you already see like mr taylor has had i remember when i was prepared for my recital mr taylor had to be like 
he saw the energy shift. He was like, well, what's wrong with you? Basically, he said it nicer, but he's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, it sounds terrible. He's like, you play and you let me do my job. Like, he already, you know, I'm already on myself. I'm already, mm-hmm. every week, Jen be like, girl, <laughs> it's fine. I be like, you don't hear this? Except for that one time. Except for that one time, Jen, yeah. and she know what she, <laughs> Jen be cracking me up sometimes because it be so quick sometimes. I be like, oh, why you say that? I'm never offended. I'm always like, wow, that was crazy. See. Because it depends who it comes from. Yeah, for me, and because yeah, and it just depends. Like, because if it's a teacher that just is always on you like that, and it's just rude and just mean, yeah, mean, right? But, like, yeah, but then sometimes it's just you got a teacher that'll snatch you up a little bit. It's like, okay, especially like Miss Taylor and Jan are black, so it's just also it's also that mm-hmm. into it. Oh, my it's just like because I would literally there. On my deathbed, I would be like, remember that time Mr. Taylor told me that I was playing flat? Sharp. The piano can't match me because I'm sharp. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be. And that's how he called me a roach. I ain't hear that. But. I'm just funny. <laughs> like. I'm going to be telling that story. Six years from now, I'm telling my story. Great grandkids. Yes. And you were sharp. I'm like, and what? Yeah. And that time he said he, we, we we wasn't gonna slow down eyeglasses to accommodate me. Nah. Okay. Delaney, <laughs> Delaney, Delaney takes these things. Mr. Taylor says, and no, that, no, that one frames was them. True. Talk about Delaney been telling the world that Miss Taylor called her a roach. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell the story behind that. This so this will clear Mr. Taylor's name. Right, so he's gonna, he gonna have me in court for defamation. Yeah. Go ahead and tell it. <laughs> Mr. Taylor has this thing, which I actually I've heard. This is actually the nice way of saying it, in my opinion, because the way Kate told me one time, she was like, bad intonation is like putting a speck of dirt in a clean glass of water. And every mistake is another speck of dirt. And I have never forgot that. And that was my sophomore year. She's like, every dirty. Now you got dirty water. I was like, that's crazy. So I think this is nicer. Mrs. Taylor was saying, imagine she was throwing a, a dinner party and... You you had a roach problem, which first of all, pullover, you should not be throwing a dirty party. But anyway, you had a roach problem, so you called the exterminator. The exterminator came and cleared out the roaches or whatever. But he saw one in the corner that was kind of like, help me, help me, you know, type thing. So he left it alone. He's like, well, you on your way out, you did. So you throw your dinner party, whatever, and you, you get some fancy joints that every plate is covered and yo you open up yo the plate and that roach is right there in the middle of your plate so mr taylor wrote on delaney uh jury sheet makes you kill all the roaches how delaney has (laughs) over the years twisted that into him calling her roach is amazing to me that is stellar work yeah i took that right out of your book not too much Mm -hmm. but and not too much because i don't know what you're talking about but I'll tell you I about will all say the delusional stuff you done said over the years. I be delusional a Jace. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, and also I don't even be that delusional. What do I even be saying? This is about hold on. This is about you. And I what I thought was funny about that is that he said that Delaney plays the bass. Like he, she don't even know the context behind that. You just wrote that on her paper. Like and maybe he assumed you would ask somebody, but it's just like, what if I don't know any VOs? No, nah, but that that thing he said about Augustus was true, but he cleaned it up because he was like, he, or the viola. And I was like, nah, you said that because. Yeah, that was crazy. And we was in studio class. I feel like he'd be forgetting, like. Because we went, nah, because he was doing so much. Because we went in there with a nice, reasonable tempo. 
right. about. That's not how it goes. I'm like, the metronome was invented when Beethoven, they dropped the metronome. How was, a, you tell me this, tell me this, real me this. How good was the first iPhone? Not very, right? They dropped the metronome soft launch when Beethoven was alive. You think that thing was really cheap in the time? You really taking Beethoven wrote quarter note equals 120 and that's law? <laughs> the first iteration of the metronome? So I just feel like we don't know how fast he wanted it. Yes, yeah, so, so you talking about I'm dragging, okay, historical oh, performance. Exactly. Also, how do we, when we drag, we give homage to our past. Right, exactly. It's art, and it's like if you really open your third eye, you would know that. Exactly. It's like if you don't, if you can't comprehend, like just say that, but don't, don't project. And, and for and if we be for real with it, I talk mean, about it. Eyeglasses were written for viola and cello, so he told the cello that tempo. He didn't tell Hello. me nothing. So, Hello. <laughs> I don't gotta, I don't gotta ascribe to that tempo that he wrote on there, not even for my instrument. And don't let societal pressure bully you into trying to be a cello you see what i'm saying exactly we we have all been called by god at that to be who we're supposed to be who are you going against jesus now to be a cello and i don't have to shrink myself down and that's what they want you to do you gotta you, you gotta I stay am enough woke. you you are more than enough <laughs> and they want you to be something that you're not they want you see and they you know what they doing that because you probably have to buy a NBC. See. So next time your teacher tell you you rushing or you dragging, just play that little clip right there. Right. And don't your don't you probably not gonna yourself. be their student for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to be something that you not and and I wouldn't stand for that if I was you. Exactly. Meanwhile, we will be standing right up for it. <laughs> right. Wait, so you said I was dragging? What measure? Okay, okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Let me write it in. All right, right. Okay, okay. Can we can we go from three after A? Ooh. Well. Also, real quick, somebody in the comments, in the comments, and who's listening? Can there be, can you, can, can we fund a study as to why when you ask students the the key signature of a piece that say sharp why is that the default response and why do you think that's appropriate what key is what key is this piece in sharp that's crazy to me wow and it's like i heard it in rochester i heard it in danville i heard it in memphis what is that sharp that's like what do you want to drink watermelon excuse me <laughs> What do you want to eat? Violin. It's weird. Why do kids do that? I don't know. I don't, well, at least I say sharp. I heard some a kid a couple weeks ago called them hashtags, so that was a regression. They just, I feel like a lot of times, especially when kids don't care, they just be like thinking the first musical term that comes to their head. Because they will <laughs> guess any a letter under the sun i mean you know because i've had i remember working with one student oh, been playing mm. quote unquote playing that bass for years was on arts high school couldn't tell me what which one was the e-string and they just get and their guesses be i'm sorry just as, guess as, like and guy just was pointing this one no this one no 
this one no okay it's only one left so <laughs> and you be like they looking at the music i'll be like the lines because i feel like oftentimes educators they get so wrapped up in like how complicated music can be that you project that onto your students the staff is it's a it's a beautiful little thing they came up with it follows the alphabet so literally if the line is a follow me don't 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 move if the line is a it's crazy the space above it is b wow amazing so 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 why would you with your knowledge you are in seventh grade that means you have done seven years of school and i ask you what note comes after a in the alphabet you say c i don't okay okay the greek alphabet which alphabet we talk about it's amazing i'll be like what note is this a no b no a why you thought i was gonna change my mind (laughs) you know what yeah (laughs) let's make it an a I remember I had a friend who in middle school thought accidentals were optional. <laughs> That's what my audition sound like. Okay. And on that note. <laughs> I saw mad. The last audition I took, God is hilarious. The last audition I took nailed the high D low and the run up to the high D and down one. Missed a fifth position B flat. That is sick. <laughs> wow. What are we going to do? Katie, what are we going to do? That's what I'm talking about. There's always drama outside the house because I got that B flat in my house. Oh, see. Yep. See. <sighs> anyway, are we going to talk about the topic or are we. No, we got to keep going. We got to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make it quick because there's only so much to say. A couple, so this article, apparently I missed this day on Twitter. Maybe this was when I was in my, I'm not going to be on Twitter that much. Very, very brief times where I'm like that. Um, But there was this article in the San Francisco Classical Voice. It will be linked in the description. Don't add me, it will. Okay, it will. Um, And let me, I'm afraid to touch my computer because it's hot. So let me pull up, I'm going to pull it up on my phone. Even though my phone is on under 10%. We're doing well, well all the way around right but basically um oh yeah the headline is art orchestras at a breaking point and so apparently this caused a little commotion on twitter like i said i didn't i didn't see it but then a couple weeks ago someone brought it back up because they were like oh where is that article that's such and such and then somebody linked it and i was like oh my first time seeing it and basically, it's talking about some of the issues that's facing orchestras today. Some of it are things that we've talked about on the show before, like, for example, the San Antonio Symphony um, being dissolved. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we said they're coming back as the San Antonio Philharmonic, I believe. So good for them. It talked about oh, that. And check on that. Where my phone at? And it talked about also the um, some of the effects of the pandemic. OK, OK, OK. But one thing that jumped out to both of us is in the beginning of the article they start talking about the los angeles philharmonic and a lot of the new works that they've been doing 
the commissions and just the non-canonical works that the LA field plays and basically how it's putting too much of a strain on their musicians to be doing so many new works because they have to rehearse all of them and learn the new music and when I read that I was like (laughs) what do you think being an orchestral musician means your whole job is to learn new music and play it (laughs) yeah I this is one of the articles I read the same thing when we you know what this reminded me of it reminded me of the first week we did that book and I was like let me see what Lenny Fritz said first just to make sure you know like type of thing because I was like am I missing something like so apparently every program since April Fool's Day so um to the up until this point this article is from August Every program from the full orchestra and members of the LA field has contained at least one new piece. Now, it says, this is a quote from the article. It says, because they're they're basing this off of um, an LA Times article. That's what the this article is like based off of. Basically, the LA Times article was saying was giving information about all the new works that LA field is doing. And so this article is piggybacking off of that by saying, well, yeah, they're doing all these new works, but at what cost, basically? And it says, quote, what the Times article failed to mention was the excessive strain these performances over the course of several months imposed on the musicians, as well as the music director, Gustavo Dudamel. And while the premiered pieces tended to be relatively short, they still presented complex challenges that had to be worked out for the first time. Oh, no, <laughs> not like what? <laughs> um n- not reading music for the first time are you kidding me okay it goes on to say add to this fact that these programs also included large-scale works from the traditional repertory such as beethoven symphony number no. nine which require but not always receive adequate rehearsal time i don't even know like it's so funny because complaining is the theme of this episode but like you really need to complain in the right context <clears throat> This is like your whole job is to play is to learn music and play it and like you're complaining because you need to learn like new music. Yeah, I I was something so okay. I feel like I'm just like not in I'm not in the position to like I'm not the audience for this article. <laughs> because I just feel I just feel like and I don't want to do too much. Like obviously, like there, you have the right to complain. You have the right to voice your opinions. You have the right to voice your feelings. But Francesca Ramsey, who been on the internet for a long time, she stepped back, but she's been on the internet for a long time. She did a video a couple months ago about how when you complain, you should complain across or up. And I feel like this was a complaint for the group chat yeah. because you literally get paid to practice and play that's what you have to do and also i think it's really unfair to be like oh we have to learn new music yeah buki like that's that's what it is like you have to learn new music and i can i can understand like it's strenuous and stuff like that but it's just like are we supposed to feel bad for you that you don't get to play beethoven 7 again i just don't understand like it's incredibly like 
I know it's not fair to say it's unfair, but to me it feels unfair because I'm like, I can, I, me and like 10 of my colleagues would love to be in your position. So I don't, I, I don't, the article was weird to me. Yeah. That the world at the beginning, the end was like about stuff that's going on. Yeah. A part of it that was also weird, like it's not just, oh, you have to learn new stuff, which like, I don't, under, like, I don't understand how you don't feel silly framing. We have to learn. We have to work out the music for the first time. You literally have to do that for any piece of music that you play for the first time. That's, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just called learning something new. Like, but it's not just that because they went on to say, well, some people, they have back pain. They have this and this and that. If the issue is that you're playing too much, then that's one thing. But it framed it as though it was the contemporary music that was the problem. Like, if we yeah. didn't have to play all this contemporary stuff, then we would be just fine. If we would just stick to the to the traditional pieces, then it would just be just fine. And it's like, no, however many rehearsals, if you feel like you're being overworked in terms of how many rehearsals um, are physically, you know, um, reason are reasonable for you to physically carry out in terms of not just your well-being and also how much you get paid that's one issue that has nothing to do with the actual repertoire yeah so I feel like this is kind of a way to it was kind of a dig at, at playing contemporary composers um, and all of these new you know initiatives that are happening in classical music that we're just not getting and you're kind of like using this as an excuse to cut all that stuff out when yeah. mind you the stuff that needs the least rehearsal time is the stuff that y'all been doing I tell you, when we played Mendelssohn's Scherzo, when we played, Man- well, I keep saying Mendelssohn's Scherzo, when we played whatever piece the Scherzo's from, <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream. When we played Midsummer Night's Dream, I tell you, it, it just came together. Because how many times have people played that piece? What? That's why, like, that's why when I was at that place that I was at, I'm not going to say the name, and we had 83 rehearsals. Okay, well, we had five rehearsals of Beethoven 9. I said, for what for what answer me quickly quickly why it just it's in the repertoire like we yes you need less of that and more of the new thing it just makes sense to me yeah and they were talking about like oh well you know we didn't even have enough time to practice Beethoven I first of all I bet you however many times you play Beethoven 9 in your career if you're in the LA field you can't even count that high I bet you that's how many times. <laughs> I bet you that's how many times you've played it. And not to mention that orchestras of that level, people are staying in those jobs for decades. I bet you at least seventy percent of that orchestra has played it with most people on stage. So not only have you played the piece a million times, but y'all have played it as an ensemble a million times. I promise you. Look, I'm not trying to say rehearsal time isn't needed, but I promise you, you guys can pull it together. Because if you y'all had why, to side rebate overnight, it wouldn't even be that bad. It is your sole job to pull it together. You literally don't have another one if you don't want to. And one of the people that they interviewed was like, oh, well, you know, we got to stand in ovation, but that's just because the audience knows that they're supposed to do that. No, audiences actually don't just give out standing ovations if they don't, literally if they don't. don't want to stand up. It's if I don't want to stand up, I'm not standing up. Like, so how are you going to put that into everybody else's head? Talking about, oh, they, they didn't really mean that standing ovation. Why wouldn't they? Maybe they actually just freaking liked it. <laughs> maybe it was good and it probably was great i'm sure it was phenomenal and i just noticed the subtitle on one of the one of the sections of the articles where they interviewed a musician 
and the subtitle was notes from the trenches y'all don't know what the trenches is calling your six-figure job at the trenches is <laughs> incredible to me i'm s- you get to play you get to make money playing your instrument you know how you know how incredibly lucky you are to make money playing your instrument and then to go further to make a living playing your instrument and that's why i'm saying like i know it's not fair like people be like well katie she is she just she deserves to well, yeah of course that's why you, i don't know why you wrote an article about it exactly it's like you want to complain about this complaint after rehearsal oh i forgot rehearsal never ends but whatever <laughs> after rehearsal right, going right now girl they go right now um uh after rehearsal with your colleagues who know what you're feeling like whatever like there's a space for that i'm an avid listen i believe in the right to complain i really girl, I love complaining get it off your chest for mm-hmm. real like some people are just like you gotta say it i'm like that i gotta say it you know so but this was just like read the freaking room <laughs> the trenches the trenches is crazy the trenches is just cr- it's asinine y'all know nothing about no trenches you could you couldn't even find the trenches with a map the trenches the trenches <laughs> see i wish he even i wish he even remind me of that from the trenches And mind you, they said on one of the weeks they did Beethoven 9 with two new commissions. It said they were 10 to 15 minute pieces, but we had never played them. I'm just. <laughs> so. Okay. It, that's just crazy. Like, and oh, and that's another thing I want to say. It's like, maybe if you had been familiarizing yourself with new music and you have been doing that over the past 30 years you were in the the orchestra then learning a new piece probably wouldn't seem like the end of the freaking world because like you're in the freaking LA field you can learn a piece the piece not too hard for you we all know that I just like I just think it's weird that you're like I don't know I think that's a little strange to me so like we gotta we gotta learn this by next week like come on like in la field like yes you do it's like it's your job actually yeah and with your capabilities you're more you're more than than fine i will say i do empathize with what the article said later on like you you went a whole year without having regular rehearsals and now like you're thrown back into it maybe i wonder if this this would have been the same thing if it was like if the pandemic had never happened would have been like we have all these rehearsals or a wonder like comparatively you know i'm 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 doing the best i can to search for a reason yeah but they did say apparently their grievances they said this has been going on for years they've been feeling this way and also yeah i don't know maybe yeah maybe it's like when you haven't worked out for a while i mean it's definitely like that but i don't know if it's like that because of the pandemic mm-hmm. or if it's like that because you've been spending the last couple decades comfortable in your orchestra seat not having to do nothing new you even have i mean outside of the people who would like to be in your position you have colleagues in this country who would love to be playing as much as you're playing you play every get out of that chair (laughs) you play every week there are a lot of orchestras who do not play every week multiple folders a week at that and i can understand that that could be draining but again like you you thought you were gonna get your little job and just just play 
Schubert C C major. Why I call it that? Schubert Schubert nine. <laughs> we know how much money y'all make roundabouts. Some of y'all we can see orchestras are nonprofits. You want to look up somebody's salary? You can look up what the highest paid people in orchestras make. Like like it'll literally say their name and how much money they make. So y'all not fooling nobody. Three hundred k and being like wow. And like we gotta practice. Cause we could we listen we could pull something up. Shoot, give me the three hundred k. I'll I'll figure something out. Y'all talk about our conductor, your conductor that's making three million dollars a year. And also, is that that's a direct who I'm quote? Feeling bad? Is that a, is that a direct quote? Dudamel said he Dudamel love conducting. No, Dudamel didn't say that. They're saying it. See, like what, one like. of the ladies, she was like, "Well, he also he has never conducted this before, and he has to do such and such." On the first, he, like, he also. That. Yeah, no, he didn't say that. She said that. Yeah, I'm saying for on her. Like, uh huh. She, I, I would tell her she. When he said that, right? Yeah. Because, like, first of all, you could do the like conducting. It's his little job. He makes three million dollars doing it. I'll learn from, me a little. From L.A. Phil too. That's not. That's, that's not even all the money he makes. I'm sure he's taking. He could take the time to learn the score. <laughs> and also, I feel like he just would not do. You have you know how many aspiring conductors there are. You think he really for the? Yeah, that that didn't happen. I'm sorry, that just didn't happen. Like I'm sure, I'm, 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 I'm sure he'll pull through. <laughs> right, he'll, he'll, he'll pull we'll, through. We'll, I have faith in him. We'll keep him lifted up in prayer. He can he can dab his tears with, dab his sweat with hundreds, <laughs> right? As he learns, like he like he likes conducting. He did not say that. I'm, I refuse to believe it. Some put like, your phone on in rehearsal. Let me hear. Let me hear him. There could be hard weeks where, like, sometimes the music, like, even for professional music, be hard. Like sometimes there's just hard weeks where it's like it's piece after piece after piece. It's like okay, dang. Mm-hmm. But that's like I remember a week like that last season. All the music was hard. Everything, everything was hard. But it's like you know, like. It's just like, whoo, well, that was over. Good time. That was over. It's not like, can't believe we got to play this. <laughs> like, it right. was just like, wow, everything is hard this week. I remember people saying that. I wasn't going to say that, but. Because at the end of the day, here. when he pulls up to his mansion after rehearsal, I'm sure he's feeling just fine. I, when I tell you, when he, yeah, there's never been a moment I've seen Dudamel unhappy. And that's because he rich. What you unhappy for? I was playing. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a I joke. Mean, largely, not me. It's like you for can. The most part. Like, it's like money don't buy 100 percent happiness, but it buys quite a bit of it. People who say money doesn't buy happiness are rich people. Yeah, right. People that already people got money are What's gaslighting like, us. Let me find thinking. out for myself. Then. Exactly. I I don't mind being wrong, but I'd rather be wrong and rich than wrong or poor. So money doesn't solve our problems. I'm like, I guarantee you, money would solve. If I had a hundred problems, money would solve ninety four of them. And I think that's be gen- being generous. I was about to say yeah, because it might be like ninety eight. Yeah, I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking ninety eight a little bit more. Like, nah, I would say like ninety seven. Yeah, ninety seven, ninety six, something like that. So. Over there lying on Dudamel. Dudamel love conducting. That's his thing. I would, if I would do the I'll, I'll put out that Nene um 
meme. Now, why did I get in it? Okay. <laughs> now, why am I in it? I don't know. I mean, sh- y'all have the right to feel how you feel. It's like, feel how you feel in the group chat. Yeah. Or, or brace yourself for backlash. I wish I was. The thing is, I guess don't nobody care about this that much to <laughs> didn't have that much backlash. So I guess she she probably just chilling. Everybody in the article just chilling. Yeah, I mean oh. backlash is is strong, but oh oh dude that that wrote the article just chilling. So also like so much vitriol, like they're overworking them. I'm like, okay, they're not. Um. <laughs> at all the trenches you know people you know people in this world in the year of our lord 2022 are walking miles to get clean drinking water might not even be clean water and you think and you think playing a piece written in 2002 is the trenches (laughs) right my dear go touch grass i am begging I had to play a false harmonic. <laughs> and then I had to go take it a D over and over <laughs> no, and okay. over and over. <laughs> You're going to stop with that. That's my go-to. I didn't get a new go-to. It's been years. That is your go-to. That is my everything. But I haven't, I'm not even going to hold you. Out of the, okay, let me be, let me be fair. Let me think about it for real. Because <laughs> I almost said, I was almost dramatic. But I'm okay. I'm not gonna hold you. Out of the last ten new pieces I played, at least four or five of them had that figure in there. I was gonna say that Dick and a D got a got a chokehold on on composers. Like seriously, why y'all love that so much? Dick and a D. <laughs> I'm t- Delaney, and I feel like six six to seven is more. Cause I can I can see it on the page. It comes in different ways it's like where's waldo yeah it's like it's like a little game like you find a dig of the name remember i spy the books mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like that i want to go back and hear when we was doing that when we had jasmine on the show <laughs> and that's why jasmine don't talk to us no more <laughs> you get green bubbles when you text jasmine and it ain't because she in france i'm tell you that much we put that little girl through hell it was fun though. If she laughed more, she would have fun too. Period. <laughs> why be why be honest when you can gaslight? Okay. <laughs> Just play. I hope Jasmine's doing what I didn't even talk about her in a minute. I actually remember that day because she was like, Are y'all done? And we weren't wrong. So At all. That's and I, I, was I bet you somebody gonna take my idea concerto for three half eating blueberry muffins. I bet you somebody working on that right now. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the manuscript paper, ain't nothing there. It's like one of them pieces where you gotta imagine it. Think about a time. It's just it's just it's just words on the page. Evoke a feeling of when you. When's the last time you had a muffin? And you, and you, and you. Yep, that's what I say. Period, y'all. Let me write that. You said there's a competition. The there's a co- competition competition right. going on. What? I need to tap into my art. Yeah, go ahead. We support you. You don't. That's okay. 
But when I won a Grammy, Pretty he ain't really way back then. But how about now? Come up right now. <laughs> People are probably like the cutoff. No. All right, y'all. It's time for excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you a prop because there's room for everyone at the top. Who you talking about? Like who you talking about? Okay. Shout, shout out to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> um, tonight I'm talking about Robin Smith. Um, Robin is a newly appointed principal trombonist at the Chicago Symphony Vieta. Um, and she was previously the second trombonist of the Michigan Opera Theater. Um, she graduated with a master's in music from the New England Conservatory and has also, uh, played with the New York, the New World Symphony National Repertory Orchestra, um, the American Repertory Theater and with Lizzo at the 62nd Annual Grammy Awards. Um, She's played with Rodney Marsalis, Big Brass, um, as well as won the 2018 International Trombone Association's Marsteller Solo Competition. Um, And she is an advocate for dismantling uh, oppressive structures that contribute to the lack of black and brown faces within classical music, period. Period. My place of the week is um Hotel Suite by SCT by Sam and Coleridge Taylor. Oh yeah, see I just put on that album. Well I didn't put it on, I downloaded it. The album that Chinake just did. Oh, I didn't even know they did an album. Yeah, and it's on there. Oh, okay. Period. It's all Samuel Coleridge Taylor. Oh, okay, I'm gonna take a look. Yeah, I like the album the the cover art is pretty. Hmm. Missed that. I'll go back and look. Mm-hmm. You know how someone said Carisha got the whole world to say period. You know how many mm-hmm. times we said period in the past three minutes? <laughs> period. And now she got people saying real bad. I'm telling you, Carisha, oh, yeah. Carisha, don't play with her. <laughs> okay? Don't play with her. She got the whole world saying period, got the whole world saying real bad. I wonder what she gonna make us say next. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com. If you're, if you're black, join ISBM. That's the International Society for Black Musicians. We lit when we do stuff. Isblackmusicians.com at eyes black musicians on social media and we will see y'all a la prochaine next time bye a bientot